You're listening to WIT Vikings, a sport, a WIT podcast. Hi, I'm Tom Grinsel. And I'm Katie Redmond, and we're your hosts for episode 10 of the WIT Vikings Sport podcast. Today we'll speak with the Waterford Senior Hurling Manager, Porg Fanning, Waterford Senior Hurler, Caleb Lyons, and Kilkenny Senior Camogie player, Michelle Quilty, as they look forward to their respective league finals on Sunday, March 31st in Crow Park. Waterford face All-Ireland Champions Limerick in the Division 1 Allianz Hurling League final, with Kenny hoping to win their fourth league title in a row when they take on Galway in the Division 1 Little Woods Ireland League final. Pori, Caelan and Michelle, you are very welcome to the show. As the listeners may or may not know, you are all very much part of the furniture here in WIT. Um, Pori, we had you in earlier on the year and we kind of ran through your involvement with WIT. Uh, you were the GA Development Officer many moons ago now I think um, you're currently the business development operations manager at WIT Novus in WIT Arena and we also found out that you're you captain WIT to their first ever Fitzgibbon title so we have a little bit of background on yourself we'll come to you in a minute we're, we're just going to start with Michelle you currently face Galway uh, in the senior camogie league final at the weekend so I just want to see how you're how your preparations are coming along, how are you getting on so far, and I suppose it's great to bounce back from the All-Ireland defeat to Cork last year, straight back into Crow Park, into the league final. Uh, you might just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I suppose training is, has been going really well the last couple of weeks, and I think girls are really looking forward to, to playing in Crow Park with the triple header, and I suppose getting back to a final after defeat last year is always important to do to start the year off well, and it just builds confidence from the girls that if you can get winning you know, early on in the year, hopefully that'll keep going throughout the set you up for championship. Very good, and you previously pay, played uh, Ashburn Cup with WIT, so you won your first Ashburn and... I think you won one Ashburn in 2009 as a student here in WIT. So you might just tell us a little bit about that and also just give us an idea of your connection to WIT as well. So you're currently working here as well, so you might just tell us about that. Yeah, I suppose I, I started back in WIT, as you said, with the first one in 2009 and we went on to win to win four and there's a lot of actually the Kenny girls um, playing this year to have ties to WIT and I suppose I'm probably like part of the furniture a little bit as well in the sense that I went straight from college into working in WIT. I started off in WIT Arena and then I've recently transferred into the main college into food and beverage. So it's great to have the ties to WIT and just the support that you get from them. So I suppose with the one club model as well, um, you know, whether you're a hurler, footballer, junior, it doesn't make any difference in WIT. You're looked after the very same and treated the way, you know, you should be done. Yeah, and how, how do you, say, relate that into, um, say, the model that the Camogie might have at the minute? So you mentioned there that it's a one-club model in WIT, so everyone's treated the same. You know, the, the 2020 campaign is, is probably um, helping develop that for ladies' sports at the minute with Camogie, ladies' football. Do you find that the the model from colleges is now diverting into senior into county level and yeah, I think so. I suppose with the, the 2020 model, as you mentioned, and even with the triple header, there's a lot more, um, I suppose, media campaigns, even with Littlewood sponsoring the Camogie and the Hurling, you know, for the leagues, they all tie in. Um, and I think it, there's great work been done, especially with the triple header. I suppose we thought initially that with the Hurling football on, you know, we mightn't have been there, but it's great. With I think the 2020 has played a major part in that, that the triple header can go ahead. And I do think the colleges is transforming into the the championships and into the camogie and hurling and they definitely are um taking note of it to to include us as much as they can 
it's it's great really to see it and um like it's great to see that exposure for the Kamobi final as well. Like it's excellent to have a, a triple header there. And I suppose Parig, you might be able to touch on it a bit. Um a great weekend for sport. You can't you you've three of the top finals on one after the other. As a as a viewer, like if you were sitting at home on a Sunday even, obviously you're not because you're involved, but you know, it would be great. Yeah. It's a great spectacle. Oh yeah, look, it's great. It's fantastic. You know, you have um the three different three different codes all playing on the same day in Croke Park. Um, you know, it's it, it's fantastic for the supporter. It's fantastic for the viewer, and it's great. I I think it's you know it's it's brilliant that you know Camogie, hurling, Gaelic football all take place together. So um, it's it's you know touching again on the one club model or that that type of model. I, I think it's it's a lot of forward thinking, and it's going to bring a big crowd to Croke Park this weekend. Yeah, no, it's massive and. Um, when we spoke to you last, Porig, uh, you were just after getting appointed as the Waterford Senior Hurdle Manager. Um, you've now had a few months in the job. You're into the league final in your in your first couple of months. So uh, how has your first few months of management been? What's it been like? You might just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, look, it's been pretty hectic, I suppose, um, you know, as well. But um, I suppose you could say it's, a bit, it's been productive as well. And we're very, very happy to be, obviously, to be in the league final. Um so we're down to the final two. We, you know, we we think we have a great chance. Um, so looking forward to that. And it's been look, it's been it's helped us throughout the league to develop towards the championship is the big thing. Mm. So, so there's been a lot of work, a lot of stuff. I know a lot of stuff going on. Work you know work wise with the WIT arena. You know it has been busy, but it, they've been fantastic with me as regards you know supports and encouragement. Of it, you know, and I'm very very lucky to have that. Um, as well, you know, so it all helps, and you know the lads have responded brilliantly. So it's been a it's been a really busy but enjoyable few months. Yeah, and and WAT Arena is now your your base for the Waterford Senior Hurlers at the minute. Uh, do you do you find it a big help having everything enclosed in the one area? Surely it's a big advantage for you. Yeah, sure. Look, it's a fantastic facility, and um, it has been obviously given the fact that I work there, it, it does help. Um, you know, for the logistics for even myself and operationally wise, it is. But even for the players as well, I think the lads you'll find that the fact that we use it as our base and as our training base, and the access we have there with the you know the high performance gym, the other, the gym and the pitches and everything, it's it's really helped gel a good few things together and allowed us to kind of operate in the, the high performance environment that we want to operate. We see ourselves as a top tier team. We see our Serves as a, you know, high performance unit. So to have um, a facility like the WIT Arena on our doorstep and access to what they can, you know, what they what they can bring, and we've used other things there as well, including you know restaurants and food. It's all it's like a one stop shop. So it's it's brilliant and it's really yeah. been huge. It's, you can imagine how how easy it is and easy accessible it is, and um, I suppose you're utilizing some of the staff as well, which is great. So you have the likes of. Joey O'Brien in on your strength conditioning um, team. Um, so you have a, a lot of the the players were, were past WIT students. Some of them are current students. You have Caleb here beside you. He's currently in WIT. Um, you know, how, how important has WIT been to the progression of Waterford Senior Hurdle? I would look at there's a big connection, you know, I suppose as well, given the fact that it's a base and we have a lot of players who've gone through there. No different to other colleges. I think the third level third level sector in general um, is a big contributor to um intercounty hurling. So um, you know, it it's 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 great for us to have the connection. It's always good for any college 
to have a connection with um, sports people operating at a high level. And like we've, we have even with Joey and Stephen Barrett in our strength and conditioning, they again, you know, Stephen before was involved as yeah. a lecturer in WIT as well. So um, that was a massive connection. And, you know, it's invaluable what people like that can bring you know, as in terms of um, you know recognition to the college. So, and then it can't be underestimated when people see a college having um, a connection with top tier sports people or people like Steve and enjoying that. Yeah. People want to come here then as well. So that's that's the bigger side of it too. Yeah, it's massive. And even uh, after looking at some of the players throughout the Fitzgibbon campaign, you're after finding a couple of really good stars, like in stars in the making. So you look at. Your WIT players in particular, you've Billy Nolan, you've Caleb here, you've Jack Prendergast, three fines. Did did Fitzgibbon allow you a little bit of exposure to these players where you mightn't have had it before? Yeah, of course. Well, Fitzgibbon gives the players exposure to, um, yeah. you know, a higher, a higher um, standard of hurling, I suppose, in especially you know when meeting other players, some other intercounty players. So it's a good barometer to see can they, you know, swim in those waters. And you know, the lads have all played Fitzgibbon. Obviously, I saw him close up last year with the Fitzgibbon as well, and done really well, done really well in that. Um, and I think they progressed nicely, you know, this year. Um, still loads more to do before they start getting too cosy, but um, yeah. you know they've you know they have progressed nicely, and it's look we've we've I've always said we have a squad of thirty five players that I think every one of them have a chance to play, and the boys are very much part of that. Yeah, and that's that's vital. And Caleb, um, you're currently studying in WIT, and you've obviously made the breakthrough into the into Parry starting team. Well. Up to last week, anyway. You're probably still fighting for a spot this weekend, but you know you you are laying down a marker. Um, how has WIT helped you? Say, regarding studying, um, even getting exposure at Fitzgibbon level, like I was just saying to Parig. How how has it helped you to date? Yeah, definitely. I suppose Fitzgibbon is a, as Parig touched on, it's a shop window nearly for for some of the intercounty players coming up. I know me, Jack, Billy, but then you have uh, from all the other counties around, like Carlo and. Tipperary involved as well, like so. Uh, poor being involved last year, so as we couldn't have seen the future, maybe he, we w- I wouldn't might have played a little bit better for him last year, maybe if uh, if I knew he'd be the offer senior manager this year. But uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it's uh, it is a shop window, you know. Uh, the majority of senior intercounty managers do go to the Fitzgibbon games, yeah. so uh, and the players know that. Obviously, they're they're uh, playing further further um college, but they do know at the same time that they're being watched. And it is a shop window for him, 100%. Yeah, yeah and what really uh, caught me last week after the game was your your interview where you spoke about playing junior and intermediate with your club. And you're really humble in the sense that, you know, you're, you're getting the opportunity now to play senior hurling in Waterford. Like, that must be huge for you and even your club to have a representative on the team. Yeah, I suppose uh, uh, the, la- the last member would have been Jack Hendy, maybe if... You're looking at ten years ago, so it is a big, it is a big step uh, for me personally, and the whole club seems to be backing behind me, which is, uh, which is very important, yeah. And Porrig, do um, does this open windows for other young players in Waterford? Like, can they can they look at the likes of Caleb and Jack and the lads and kind of say, God, I I have a really good chance of, if if I can perform well and put in as much as I can for the year, I'm I'm putting myself in, in Porrig's radar. 
Oh yeah, well look, look, it's the same. You know, there's a lot of there's an awful lot of hurling going on in Waterford, and um, you know, under underage and county wide, it's there's a great buzz, and you know, you have to drive through the county to see the amount of kids are out hurling. So, and even you know, lads who are playing, I've is involved in my own club minors last year, and you'd see the standard and players coming through. So, um, yeah, look, there's always you know, there's everybody's always in the in 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 the as well you want to call it, a shop window. It's yeah. you know whatever, but everybody's always you know. Has a chance to play. It doesn't matter to me whether or to anybody. I don't think whether you're a junior club or intermediate or senior. You know, it, there's a, it's it's a lot even to do with the person and the character as well. But you know, there's a lot of things that have to gel together to be an intercounty player. It's not just the hurling element of it. It's it's how you carry yourself as well, which is very important. And I think what's been most impressive with Waterford and even Kilkenny and Dunkmogi to date is. There's that never say die attitude, so that's something that the players have to bring. It's not really something you can drill into into them. So you're obviously finding players that are willing to really push on for the yeah. jersey and and really give it everything they have. And they're not an easy find, but you've you've found some good key players there. Um, how important is that? You know, having that real drive and. Yeah, I think it's look. It's great. There's great spirit, not any. I'd say Michelle would say the same with you know Kilkenny as well and the Camogie. The you know they're they're really you know set their own bar high as well, and and you can see they're quite driven. So and it's, yeah. it's it's no different to ourselves, you know. So there is great spirit, and you know, both I say both um, Kilkenny and the Camogie this weekend and ourselves in the hurling would be a huge lift for both of us to get a get a national title, you know, after the disappointment for last year with Camogie for Kilkenny. I'm sure they're really really pushing hard. And driven this week to get to get to get uh, to get the win, and we're no different as well. Yeah. We'd love to we'd love to get a win over the All Ireland champions this Sunday. It'd be great. It would be great to bring two two trophies back to the to the southeast. And um, Michelle, just look and say next week. Obviously, you had the disappointment last year uh, against uh, Cork in the All Ireland, and you've really progressed again. Like that's. It's a big turnaround, but you've shown that you're now. You look like you're really free flowing. You look like you're you're hurling like Kilkenny Camogie team can, and like Anne has obviously done a lot of work with you. Anne Downey, your manager. How how does how much how hard is it to turn around from defeat last year, get back straight back into a league final, and you obviously have your eye on the the O'Duffy Cup again at the end of this year how hard has that been or has it been easy because players are so driven I suppose it's tough but it goes back to your point and as Park alluded to earlier as well it's the type of character you have within the squad and I think sometimes when you lose it does make you come back that much stronger and fight and I suppose we've been on the wrong end of a couple of losing losing finals the last number of years so we kind of have a, nearly a build up of that over the last um, number of um, of competitive matches in Crow Park so it will be nice to get back there on Sunday and hopefully make that right and I suppose just get back into the, the winning ways and I suppose if you're in Crow Park and you can build up the confidence hopefully it'll drive you on if you can get back there in September then you know it might be that little bit easier after playing during the year as well yeah and obviously you're, you're involved with a say you're there with, it seems like you're there with a long time but you're still you're still in your 20s you're still young like you still have a few years ahead of you but how has your game ad- adapted over the years um I, I read an article again um yesterday just you mentioned that you use nfl uh quite a bit just on your footwork and things like that how does that all help and help you adapt 
Yeah, I suppose it's really important. I suppose, yeah, it's probably my, my 11th season with them now. And as I said, I'm still in my 20s. So it takes a bit of an adaption, especially at my size. I wouldn't be the, the biggest uh, player out there. So I think it's key that you have to use your footwork and your quick turns. And you just have to be a lot more clever on the ball and even trying to get into space and things like that. You've got to use uh, your, you know, you've got to work on your own advantages. So if you're a small, slight player there's no point in competing for your 50-50 ball so I think that's where the NFL they really um, look at their key areas and working into space using their footwork and it's to precision and I think you kind of have to take that on board for someone like myself to be able to utilize it and to be clever with the with the ball that you get and just to make the most of it and be as efficient as you can just to so you can keep in staying on the team because obviously everyone is fighting for their places and every 50 and and even the the girls on the sideline everyone has a different quality so so I think you've got to really make the most of what you what you can when you're out there. And and what do you think Galway are going to bring to the table at the weekend? And are they going to be physical? Are they going to be? Is it going to be fast? Um, fast pace hurling. What what do you think they're going to bring? And how are you going to possibly counteract that? Yeah, I think they're going to be, you know, we've played Galway over the last number of years and they always bring that physicality to it and they're an athletic side as well, so they like to, to run with the ball. So I think we just got to focus on our own game plan and kind of do what we have been doing throughout the league and we've got to trust that our game will, will come through on the day and whatever Galway bring, we just have to match the intensity and, and that bit more. Yeah, and um, Caelum, just, it, it, it was great last weekend seeing you popping up there at the end uh, it's not very often you see a number three popping up in the opposition 45 or 65. I'm sure Parag was going to tell you to get back, but you, you were there, you were making the runs, you were making willing runs. Like, Where do you find that energy in the last ah, well, I two suppose, or three minutes? Uh, you can thank maybe Joey and Stephen for that as well with the work we've been doing over the winter. You know, We are we're definitely fit. You know, it's We should be after the work we've, we've put in. So I suppose that's where you can find the energy. But... Um, uh, I suppose it was the the it was handy because the Galway were playing the two inside, so it kind of like you, you try to be playing full back, but you you end up all over the field really. Like Porrick does say that it it makes it easy for uh the forwards through pockets if we just stand still. So a lot of movement helps. You know, it, it makes it a lot more difficult for the opposition if yeah. you if you stay still, you're you're easy to mark. You know, <laughs> don't be giving away any uh secrets there now, <laughs> but um. Porig, I'd say you were wondering where he was coming out of last weekend, you know, getting getting on the end of that ball and, and putting you two points up, I think, at that time or even putting one point on the board. But, you know, it's great to see that. It's great to see people yeah. just looking to get into the game at vital times. Yeah, you just see short for the ball. Got a, got a, got a great connection on it. And, you know, went sailing over. I think that we may have just actually started to move him out of that. I think you were just moving out at that stage anyway, which they were gone to inside, yeah. So, um he got, he got up the field, um, triggered him back quick enough then, but yeah, yeah. yeah it was great, no, it was fair juice, and um, look, again, got us, got us ahead, and we never we never looked back after that. Yeah, and Caelan, what's it like being the, the new kid on the block as, as such? Uh, well, it's, uh, I suppose, I'm not the only one, you know, I'm not, I'm not on my own, there's a few other lads brought in as well, but uh, uh, yeah, a lot of people ask me that question, and it's, the, then you have the likes of Brick and Kevin, and and Noli, who who they they'd pull you aside and they'd talk to you and they'd say what you're doing wrong, what you're doing right, and like they're not afraid. Like Brick is not afraid to say this is what you should have done. Like and you know I'm a hundred percent going to listen to Brick Walsh. You know he's like he's uh, been looking up at him all all my life. You know so uh, 
but even like that, like the I got the first start against Dublin, like Kevin Moran had dropped me a text after to say well deserved and stuff like that. So you're not like you're new, but at the same time you're 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 talked to and you're you're like everyone just acts like you're you're there in the last few years. So it just makes no difference, really. I suppose. Yeah, and that's great. That's great that you feel like that as well. Like you're really fa- feel like you're part of it from the off, like which is which is really vital. And um, what has say there's a buzz back around Waterford Park. It's obviously great, and uh, you're you're giving the supporters plenty of good things. And you know, I suppose you hope you can bring that further again this year. Um, but what what has it been like? You're obviously getting plenty of good uh, feedback from fans and people around Waterford. That's it's probably hard to keep it low key as well. You don't want to be getting. Run, yeah. run away with it either like you'd... I know we don't and, I, and, and I, I suppose personally I don't want to collectively I don't think we do either I think we couldn't tend to leave that to people that when, when a team is doing well it's no different to us getting excited if a Walford sports person in another code or a Walford sports team be it an individual or um, a team if it was Walford soccer or if it was you know an athlete from Walford doing really well um, you know bringing back medals like Tommy Barron that we all get excited when your own people are doing well and that's no different and we're and I know we know the Waterford public are no different in that regard as regards we're in a national final now of course they're going to get behind this but um, you know we kind of keep ourselves cocooned enough from that and we know there's a big road ahead championship is only around the corner and so you know sport is a funny way you know you, you can think you're going well and then get a knockback so we that's going to be part of it as well and we can live with that at the moment we're riding a pretty decent wave and, you know, we just try to keep it going as best we can. Um, and that's all. And But it's great to see the buzz. And that's all we want to do. We do our best and if that creates a buzz, fantastic. And we just keep driving on in training to do to try to get better and better if we can. And I really ad- admired your interview the other day after the game. I know it's, it's probably hard when they're coming straight up after and you don't even have time to process what's happening. But um, you mentioned that, you know, you're, you're playing the best team in the country at the minute. You're getting to play in Crow Park. That's where every player wants to be. That's that's the pinnacle of hurling our football or camogie or ladies football, you know, our national game. That's where you want to be. So you can't, you probably want to get as much experience in Crow Park as possible and get these lads probably ready, hopefully, for something bigger later in the year. Yeah, absolutely. And look, it's a national final. It's a big occasion. There's only two, you know, there are two big competitions in, in hurling, and it's the it's the, the All Ireland, obviously, and the National League are the two main competitions. Um, you know, we've only won a handful of them um, over the years, so we're going to do everything to try get a, get a title this weekend. Um, you know, you can't when you get a chance to get to a final, you got to go go for it, and we're going to do that this weekend. And we know we're playing the the best team in the country. There's no denying that. Um, but we consider ourselves, you know, an improving, improving as well, and also one of the best teams in the country too. We like, as do many many other teams too. We're not there, but um, just down to ourselves in Limerick now. It's the final two, and we'll see, you know, how we get on this weekend. Yeah, and what do you think bring? What do you think Limerick are going to bring to the table? They're obviously a big physical side, but um, yeah, they look they're a huge, they're a huge physical side with. Um, you know, a massive amount of skill, and they're you know they've refined uh, a very refined system of play. You know that they've they perfected in recent years as well. So, you know they they know each other, and they would have got that through the long run in the championship. And been away on holidays together and different things since then. So, if anything, I think they've improved this year from where they were even last year. So, like that's I know they're going to bring a massive challenge and a lot of mobility as well. But look, we 
we feel we're very we have a lot of mobility as well we yeah, have a lot of good players we, 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 it's not so long ago Waterford when you are in the final ourselves so um, you know 2017 um, and we've come through we've come through a really decent campaign we've played now Galway and Clare, who were both in the All Ireland semi final last year, so that's two. That's two out of the All Ireland four last four last year. Mm. We're going to play a third one of them this this Sunday, and you know that shows we're in, we're in a decent place, and we're I think we're in with a good chance. Yeah, hundred percent. And um, just a big one. You you really fought hard to get Welsh Park back as a home venue. Has that helped you during the year as well? Like it's geez, you can't beat playing in front of your your home crowd in in your own venue. Like that's. It's definitely helped us as as regards the league. It was it was a bit of a lift when we, we the news came through it was definite and it coincided with our last two games, mm. um the the last game against Galway in the round of the league and um, the clear game, so that 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 actually meant we got two wins in those matches too. So that created a bit of a buzz and you know people are looking forward to the championship there now, and that should be a massive atmosphere around Waterford that week and we hope to, you know, that the place will be bedecked in white and blue for that week as well. Um, for uh, across the county, really, you know, that's what we want to see. Yeah. And if the, if if that's the case, it'll be it'll, again that'll add to the buzz and championship hoarding back in Waterford. Yeah, and um, just want to mention uh, your captain. So Noel Connors, who's currently here in WIT, is is your captain of the side. Um, how important has Noel been? He's he's been around the block. He's he's a serious cornerback. I, I think whether it's head, hand, foot, whatever he can get to the ball, he's not leaving his man get on that ball. Like so how how important has he been to Waterford Hurling for the last number of years? Actually Noel has been great. He's you know, he's um he, he understands the game and he's loads of experience and you know, again another guy another guy working here in WIT, so um brilliant and you know, a few all stars. He he's bringing a lot, he's very, you know, very good with young lads and you know, he can't you couldn't, you couldn't say enough about him in 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 that regard. He's been brilliant with the with the team and and even even for ourselves as regards bouncing things off and getting feedback. So like that's doing the, doing the job of a good captain and at the same time maintaining his own high level of performance. And that's not always easy because sometimes when you're captain of a team, you know you you start taking on other workloads and it can affect. But it hasn't and. Um, you know, it's it's been brilliant and to be great to see him go up the steps now and get the cup this weekend if that was the case. But um, you know, we look forward to that and it's a possibility just between ourselves now and Limerick. Yeah, and uh the last time we were in we were kinda I was joking and I was saying that uh as a Tipperary man I'd I'd be hoping to bring home a, a bit of silverware this year, but it's it's uh it's not gonna happen early in the year anyway, but hopefully later on in the year. But uh I'll I'll definitely be Supporting Waterford this weekend as much as it pains me to say it, but we'll be shouting you on. We we have a good link with WIT and we have a good link with the staff, so um, we always love to see you doing well, which is which is the which is the main thing. So I, I suppose yeah. in a in a short way, I'm, I'm supporting in you. In a long way, I wishing us the best of luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't want to. Thanks, be say, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be saying it outright, or I might get uh, the head. Head on the chopping block. Okay. Thanks for the best wishes, Tom. <laughs> Many thanks to you all for coming in today. It was great speaking to you all ahead of the weekend. Just for myself and Tom, we'd like to say the very best luck to you all. And that's a wrap for episode 10. I've been Tom. And I've been Katie. This podcast was brought to you by Wit Novus. Thank you for listening. So, Michelle, you're, you're currently on the Kikenny Senior Camogie team and you face um, Cork in the league final at the weekend. Galway. Oh, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, I'm reading another script. Sorry to start that again. <laughs>